Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Hi, it's Jackie Cation and you are listening to The Dork Forest. The website's JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com thedorkforest.com if you like a determiner. Let's do the credits. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio and video. Vilmos works on JackieCation.com. And Mike Rickberg uh, sang the song with his wife, Sarah. He composed it, and he will sing his version of the Mexican hat dance at the end of this show. Thank you so much for listening to The Dorks Forest. Here's a scoop. I'm doing stand-up online. A lot of Zoom shows will eventually go back on the road. Sign up for my email list. It's easy to get off. It's harder to get on than it is to get off. And no harm, no foul, if ever bored. JackieCasia.com. Sign up for the email list. You'll find out about my weekly Zoom shows and stand-up on the road eventually. You may donate to the show if you would like. I would like. Sure, I would. There's PayPal, Jackie at JackieCation.com, and there is a PayPal button on both DorkForest.com and JackieCation.com, and there's Venmo, if you like Venmo, Jackie-Cation, oddly enough. If you have listened to all of the shows, go to DorkForest.Bandcamp.com, I think. The Dork Forest has a Bandcamp page. You can listen to a, but a lot of ones that are free from pre 2000 nine when I started pre-recording and uh, then there's a live episodes that cost me a couple of bucks. So I charge you a couple of bucks. There's also some stand up. There's a story uh, album. That's very exciting there. And um, other than that, I have a lot of merch in my garage. Feel free to order if you know anybody who doesn't have any CDs or the DVD. And uh, you can follow me everywhere at Jackie Cation. Let's get into the show. Hi. Hi, it's a podcast. My name is Jackie Cation, and you, Sheila Ratner, are back after a thousand generations to the Dork Forest. Welcome back, Sheila Ratner. Oh, thank you. Feel good to be. I've been sleeping in the forest. Thank you for coming and waking me. <laughs> it is so nice to poke you with a stick. Uh, Sheila Ratner, if you don't know, is spelled S H E L A G H. That sounds all Irishy. Ratner, R-A-T-N-E-R. And you have a, a new album that people could listen to from last March called Comic Footprint. That's right. And, mm-hmm. and you're on all of the things, including Instagram at Sheila Ratner, correct? All of that is correct. I, I've come under your window and just say it to you if you're, if you're lacking the internet. That's it. It just shout into the distance. I need mm-hmm. Sheila Ratner to see this meme. Yep. And uh, so welcome to the show. I'm uh, Aaron Foley was like, have you had Sheila Ratner talk to me about a game? And I was like, whatever the correct version of that sentence I just said. Uh, yes, I have not had that. No. Mm-hmm. What is the game that you are playing? And I need to know. Yes. Um, the game that I'm playing is called Rummy Cube. Rummy it is how do you spell cube. it? Uh, that would be R U M M I K U B. K U B like cub. So yes, Rummy Cub is. phonetically, yes. Interestingly, for a brief but ineffectual time, I had the app because I was so lonely. I didn't have partners, 
And uh, I was playing against a computer, which is too unseemly. I love the game too much to welcome in technology. However, the computer on my phone, when it wins, goes, Rummy Cub. <laughs> I've when researched everyone it. knows that it is Rummy Cube. Yes, go to the Rummy Cube website. It'll say pronounced Rummy Cube. Um, why? And yeah. Yeah. Why? I, I, we don't why? know why. They made a thing and then they spelled it wrong. Yeah. Um, she yeah. doesn't. That, that, that voice doesn't under. Siri will never understand the joy of a mathematical equation. She just won't. <laughs> Is it yes. a mathematical game? I, you have to know that I've never heard of it. On what platform okay. are you playing? Are you go. playing it in 3D? Yeah. What is uh, it? I am actually playing it. Um, I'm playing it for reals with other human beings. On a uh, table. Yeah. This is an older version of it with an extremely undiverse, uh, non-diverse family. Uh, that, uh, that the daughter just... looks like she's wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just the, that's just that's the lighting. Just the shading, but yeah. yeah, this is a, uh, they're very excited about rummy. You can tell that it has tiles. It's rummy cube. There's a joker on the front. So <laughs> as a child, um, I, <clears throat> I lived in a lot of different countries and my parents who were real practical before there were prank shows, there were my parents and, uh, <laughs> They decided at every juncture where we landed to put me and my brother and sister in the local schools. And so little 10-year-old Sheila being airlifted into a school in Prague, nary a word of Czech in my uh, vocabulary, Jackie. Right. I, right before we left, my father got a record called Lear Learn Czech in Five Easy Steps. And it was like, <laughs> and I said, where, what, where are we going? I was called a commie. Thus, my love of math, because I lived in Brazil, in Italy, in uh, Germany, numbers. I, I, I gravitated towards numbers because, frankly, Jackie, wherever I was, numbers soothed me. And numbers were the same everywhere. The same everywhere. One night I said that in a show and somebody yelled out, not if you were in an Asian country. And I was like, don't stomp my buzz. I've got a good flow right. going. Right, yeah. exactly. This is so, that's right. We are. We will only be speaking of the Arabic numbers, the creators yes. of the zero. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, so yes. yes. So I was dating a, a young lady years ago, and she had this set, this beautiful box with numbers in it. And I kept asking about it, and then we'd eat an edible and get distracted. And <laughs> I went up north to see my oldest friend in the world, Becky, and. Uh, she said, do you want to play some Rummy Cube? I said, what's that? She pulled out the self-same set. I said, oh, my God. Who I've been looking at this. Exactly. <laughs> it, it is a tile game. It is like you're playing Rummy, but you're playing it with tiles. Oh, the card it, game Rummy, where you get straights and three of a kinds and stuff like right. that? That's right, because you either are going to have the same – well, I'll get to the rules in a moment. But the crux of the biscuit is – uh, it's a mixture of tiles and marjan. Oh! Because in the late 1940s, a man named Ephraim Herzano, a Romanian man, was living in Romania, desperate to connect with his family, desperate to play with his neighbors, loving <laughs> the game of rummy. Mm -hmm. And the Communist Party outlawed card playing, Jackie. What? What year was this? What decade? What are we uh, talking this about? This was the 1940s. The, oh, my the gosh. Rush, yes, sure. rummy was Created 1950. It just had its 70th birthday, coincidentally. So did I. Um, 
Rummy cube. So, 70. Sheila Ratner, was this, 70. She, exactly. So, <laughs> Rummy, Ratner, it's all coming together. My head is shaped like a cube. Everything's coming together. <laughs> so um, when, in fact, uh, he wanted to get around this somehow. Um, this was an authoritarian, authoritative government imposing laws on a country. I think it sounds a little familiar from the last four years. Thank huh? God. Come on. Right? 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 This is why Rummy Cube touches every part of us. <laughs> so he said, you know what? They can't outlaw tile games. He started to craft them. He started to craft tiles in his kitchen. Finally, his wife was like, get out of the kitchen. I got to cook. He went into his backyard. Originally, he had sold toothbrushes and toothpaste and cosmetics door to door. This man knew how to sell rummy. Oh, yeah. Dream, when he emigrated to Israel in the early 50s, was to spread rummy through Eastern Europe. Wow, proselytizing rummy in tile form around the world. Guess who's doing it in L.A. 70 years later? (laughs) His little tile offspring, his little rummy cube Ratner, little by little. People will find the joy. I recently played with Erin and her girlfriend. The next day I got a text, we can't stop playing. These are the texts I welcome, Jackie. Yeah, that is, that's just a, that's just an applause break you didn't see coming. That's what that is. That's a standing mm-hmm. ovation yep. out of the blue. Yep. So he started to, it started to take off. People loved it. He decided that he was, this was bigger than Europe. This was the United States. He needed Ooh. to get it to the United States. It sat on the shelves, Jackie. It just <laughs> sat there. People didn't, under, maybe they were put off by the odd spelling. I have it's, no idea. So in 1977, oh. checking all my notes because I like everything. I don't want anybody whose last name is Rumenheimer uh, calling you with fact checks. <laughs> though it may happen. It Side could happen note, anyway. There, there are many ways to play. So when I describe how I play, know that there are myriad play, ways to play Rummy Playing Rummy Cube. And yeah. Rummy Cube is spelled with Y on those on those on that flyer. That's what I mean. She's a fickle mistress. I really <laughs> I don't understand where she'll go next. Um, uh, how can I can I tell you that my grandmother used to cheat at Rummy? We would sit and play. Uh-huh. From, she, of course, from uh, further Eastern Europe, one would say Armenia, Turkey uh, type of thing. Yes. And she was like, she loved backgammon. She loved rummy. She didn't love backgammon as much as she was like, it's more of a boys game, at which point I immediately wanted to play it. Yep. And, um, but she cheated at rummy and I was a child. Who, what did she care if she won? Right? No, no. And that's just, you know, one of my side gigs is running corporate scavenger hunts. And I'll tell you, one of those turds always cheats. I just feel like it's a, that's it. You're going to cheat that's, at a scavenger hunt. Right. How are you building any sort of tra- – that's, tra- yes. that's an antitrust game, corporate yes. uh, scavenger hunt, dude. Yeah. Uh, I, I really hope everyone who cheats at their corporate scavenger hunt is then fired. It's a great yes. way to find out who to fire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. One time a lady came back. I said, you're five minutes late. She's not a, she said, not according to my watch. And I said, 
I'm going with the Greenwich Mean Time that my cell is is uh, <laughs> pinging off a tower. So, yeah. and she filed a complaint about me, Jackie. But I digress. <laughs> I thought I was a little snarky. Uh, Nineteen, was... yeah, 1977. Yeah. I'm so okay, sorry. We're back. We're back. Yeah. Oh no, I just didn't. I wanted oh, to. Please drive this train. Like... I will weed off. I will take. Uh, there please. will be variants that come off of this timeline if if you don't keep me on the straight and narrow. So do no, it. No, and I I listen. I could talk about mm-hmm. your sheeting grandmother, which sounds like a <laughs> Dolly Parton song all day. In nineteen, write out that as a yep. title. Your yep. cheating grandmother. Go ahead. Cheating grandmother. Uh, uh, in 1977, a gentleman named Johnny Carson had a talk show. Uh, I'm familiar. Yes, were when his monologue wasn't going well. I still think of that every time I don't have a great show. I'm like, yes, but those are the fun moments when they aren't understanding you. As Martin Short said when somebody asked him, how do you feel when an audience doesn't respond to you? He answered, they're just not that well read. <laughs> That's why I go to sad Q&As. In 1977, a gentleman named Don, uh, Johnny Carson had a guest on. Now, Don Rickles often liked to insult Johnny, tell stories, flirt with women. But on that episode, Don Rickles said he had just come back from Israel and couldn't stop playing a game. And that game was called Runny Cube. What? The Don Rickles bump? And the this next... Is- then I knew you'd like that. And oh, as, yeah. as a fellow stand-up comic, because mm-hmm. um, this was the, this was in the day when Carson could hold up a book and it would be a bestseller the next week. It right. wasn't when some turd Kardashian was walking through the airport sipping on a boba and then that became popular. It was when <laughs> real adults actually promoted things. So Don Rickles said, "My wife and I can't stop playing this game called Rummy Cube." I think they have it here in the States. Well, they did have it here in the States, and it became an overnight sensation. Overnight. And then, and then somehow lost to time again. Because mm-hmm. uh, what? So this is 77, Don Rickles, mm-hmm. yep. who I've met uh, one time. Oh, my yeah. God, that's awesome. I, I made him uh, slightly uncomfortable at the, with the gushing. And then, uh, and then we, kept, we kept moving. Keep moving along. And uh, so, so 77, people are like, well, let's go to Kmart and get this game. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and it still had pockets of popularity in that when I'm playing in an outdoor space, when I'm playing in a public area, I get one of two responses in general. What's that? Or I used to play that with my grandma. (laughs) So I think that it has had pockets of popularity. Yeah. It hasn't missed out. Um, it hasn't m- missed out in a global recognition. 1980, German Game of the Year. German Game. Wow. Game of the Year. 1983, Dutch Game of the Year. Jackie. 1993, okay. Polish Game of the Year. There is also when our dear Efrem Herzano passed away, his children decided to honor him. Every three years, there is a giant rummy fest, which it is one of my goals to go to. Oh, it my gosh. Not, it is not in one city. It, it moves, much like, much like a game of rummy might. It uh, <laughs> yes, spread across yes. the globe, the game of rummy. Yes. What, uh, where was it the last time one was held? Do we remember? I believe it was I'm talking 2000- like I'm your nurse. I Do think we it was... Re- 
<laughs> I remember when I was on the Smuckers label. That was seven years ago. And now I'm, I know this Captain Picard here. I mixed up the taller deck I'm on. 2015, and if I recall correctly, it was Germany. I can't waste time looking it up right now. I know it was 2015. I will say that um, when Ephraim created it, he said he wanted to change the world's leisure time, which wow. is a pretty big statement. It really yes. is. I also have a lovely quote from him before we get off the topic of him, and I've put some on my um, on my as desktop, as you can see. You can do that when you're a, uh, God damn it, how do I get to it now? I oh, just you can share a screen because you're a co-host. Oh, God. All right. Well, I should have labeled these things then. Please hold. Um, <laughs> They're remember. selling Rummy Cube, by the way, at Target and Walmart at this very okay. time. Oh, they should be. Oh, yeah. Is Rummy Cube a sport? That's the first thing that came up. Uh, I was looking for uh, places where the Rummy Cube Fest was. So, wait, you got a quote from him? I've got two quotes from him. One is, remember, this game began in Israel, Herzano wrote, and Hebrew reads backwards from right to left. That's why Rummy Cube always goes counterclockwise, which I love that that is part of it. That is part of why. So he changed. So it's Rummy, but backwards. Well, no, the numbers aren't backwards, but the order in which you the order in which you play is backwards. Yeah, and it didn't start. It started in Romania. Yes, he created it in Romania and then emigrated to Israel. To Israel. Has he ever thought? I know he's passed now. But if, has he ever yes. thought about going to Japan and writing Rummy Cube the manga? Because that would also go from right to left. <laughs> That'd be fun. He for may me. have done that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he said he shared his take on the scene um, and said, as far as Rummy Cube playing in Israel, they say that on a summer night in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, the noise of clacking of tiles on the balconies overhead is deafening (laughs) it's deafening Um, finally he's changed the world through yes oh i would also say he was born on january 27th 1912 and becky who introduced me to the game is born on january 27th not 1912 however i just love that goinky dink when i was researching him uh, I had one of these, you know, these horrible videos during COVID where you can't just say, text someone happy birthday anymore or go have a few beers. You have to make these goddamn videos. And, uh, <laughs> it's the person I, I play rummy with on a regular basis. And when I was, uh, Googling him, I found out that he was born on January 27th. I've already how, how would, digressed. Did, did you in, in the, during quarantine, were you playing rummy cube? Via Zoom. Were you doing it over the internet? Andy was running board games using a several camera setup. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. You know, I I had a pod of four people and who, and I was regularly getting tested um, just because I was working. working? Yeah. Okay. And sure enough, in that pod, one of them was Devin, my rummy partner, who I have a running total with. I'm ashamed to say I'm over 20 games behind her, which is not something <laughs> I should announce as a rummy expert. But I also just want to say in terms of the game, 
Uh, before COVID, we had a game. Uh, there's a rule if you discombobulate the board and can't put it back, you pick three tiles. I haven't even gotten to the rules. And I mm-hmm. sort of let it go. Then she won the game. When she won it, I was a little miffed. She went on a few oh. times about how you were mad when you lost that game. And I finally said, I'd like to talk to you, Super Soul Sunday, tile to tile now, about why I was miffed. And I, sa- I will say that Rummy brought our friendship closer together. Just <laughs> discussing the tile uh, outrage that I was feeling brought yeah. us together. It is a game that uh, is changing the world's leisure time because it also... <laughs> is group therapy. I'll also say that when I was dating Karen, the woman who initially had it, when we would be apart, I used to travel for weeks at a time. I'd come home. And one time I ran in the door and she was like, I don't know if I want to get in bed or play rummy first. I can't decide what I've missed more. That's how addictive it is. That's, that's, you know what that is? That's a beautiful, that's a beautiful moment. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. that, that's how good your brain feels after you play. You know, after you work out that endorphin. It, no, you, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> There's a game I played called Set. It won the men's award in the mid-90s because it uses the left and right side of your brain at the same time. You create sets from shapes, colors, right. numbers. Mm-hmm. I gave mm-hmm. it to my whole family for Christmas. My brother's wife said, I'm now walking into restaurants and looking at booths as sets. I'm looking at tables as sets. That, that was the gateway game, if you will, that led me to Rummy. Sets. So did you ever play Rummy the card game? Oh, yeah, I played as a kid. I never played sure. with your grandmother because she had a no. terrible <laughs> reputation. Right, she had a hard, it was a, yeah, she had a reputation where she was just going to start cheating. What I would like is, uh, okay, so let's talk about the game itself, Rummy yeah, Cube. Yeah, I know, I know, I'm the, sorry. Um, I oh, that, are it. you kidding? We have another 40 minutes. You've got okay, time. Okay, good. Okay, so, good. yeah. Okay, so... I will say that the addiction is so strong that I stayed in a friendship that wasn't really a good friendship for months because I needed to play. And I finally had to cut it off with somebody. And my friend was just like, that really hasn't worked for you for a long time. And I said, I know, but we rummied. And I was almost like, you know, a a drinker who can't walk by a bar. It was was very. It wasn't enough. It isn't enough sometimes to have just the one thing in common. It isn't. It really isn't. Um, Even if it is rummy. Yeah. The use of jokers in Rummy Cube, they lubricate the game, if you will. And I knew a couple where one hoarded the jokers till the end, which isn't really illegal, Jackie, but it's it's gamesmanship. Is it frowned upon? Is it frowned upon? Is that what I'm hearing? It's frowned upon to the point where they have to stop playing with the jokers. They had to eliminate the jokers from the game, thus tilting the entire mathematical axis because the (laughs) fights were so bad. And anyone who's listening to this right now who plays Rummy Cube is like, you don't hoard a joker. (laughs) You don't hoard a joker. So the tiles, we're talking, are are, are they just the the numbers of the, of, of like a deck of cards? Is it one through 10? Jack, king, queen? Yeah, here we go. Um, There's 106 tiles. One through 13. Interesting. Times four is 52. Okay. 52 and 52 is 104 because you yeah. have two sets of blue, two sets of yellow, two sets of red, two sets of black. So you got your 104 and then you got your two jokers. You got 106 total. 
Hmm. Don't yep. usually don't play with jokers in rummy the game card card game. Usually yeah, do yeah. not play. That's so. where you get into other elements of yeah, yeah. You know, that's where Ephraim was doing his crazy stuff in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear um, it. which is also a country western song. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so you've got 106 tiles and the object of the game, Jackie, is to be out of tiles. The first person who gets rid of all of their tiles is the winner. Okay. The people who have tiles remaining have a negative number. So you and I are playing. I just won. You have yep. a 12 and a 2 left. Negative 14. Negative 14, and we're keeping track. Yes. Much like regular rummy where you might play to 100. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, side side note, my De- Devin, my partner, and I just play win-lose. We don't do the nut. But the technically... You're meant to, now. If you're stuck with the Joker, it's 25 points. That's why it's Ooh. not a good idea to hoard the yeah, Jokers. Who's hoarding Jokers? That's well, dumb. People yeah. who play win, people who just play win or lose. That's why they, okay. they're not playing with the number thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you initially you pick a tile to see who goes first. The person with the lower number goes first. So you pick an 11. I pick a seven. I go first. You can play with two, three, yep. or four players. That's it. That's it. Okay. Um, so you see who goes first. When you determine that, you each pick 14 tiles. Okay. 100 and, 106 tiles. And 28 of them 14. right out the go. And yep. then, there's, then there's sort of a deck or a pile to choose from. Is that the yes. deal? Yes. You put them in a holder. Now, in this set, I have a few sets just because I can't stop. <laughs> I don't buy them new, but I see them at a thrift store and I'm like, what if I'm, what if, you know, what, what if, if they need, break? What know? if you lose a tile? Well, yeah. I did. I can, <gasps> I can finish the rules or I can tell you a quick side finish story. Uh, well, you weed off as you need to here. Let's hear right. the side story. Well, <laughs> I had some friends over to a house sitting gig. I'm house sitting mm-hmm. to the stars now. It's, it's, uh, it, it's, Steady a long work. story, but it's steady work. There's gardeners, there's pool people, there's poodles. I am the trusted butler in Remains of the Day. I really, <laughs> mm-hmm. my career is sort of like this, but as Anthony Hopkins, the trusted butler, I've shot up to the Hollywood Hills. I am sure. overseeing everything. Mm-hmm. I was house-sitting in Malibu. Some friends came to play rummy. They brought their delightful, adorable two-year-old toddler. He wanted to play with the tiles. Sure he did. I am a childless woman. Mm -hmm. When you're around parents and you want to say anything about their kid, don't. You want to say anything about parenting, don't. It's like coming into my house and talking about rescued elephants. No. (laughs) Or Rubby Cube. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He played with the tiles. He lost a red eight. He lost. We know to this day. Red eight, gone. It was gone after that night. Mm-hmm. I asked them to check everything His they stool. went home with. Yeah. <laughs> God sorry. damn it, Jackie. So I wish. No, I'm so I, sorry. I, sorry. I'm sorry you didn't tell me this five years ago when it happened. <laughs> I love that it happened five years ago and it's still in your mind, fresh as a daisy, much like his stool. What? 
And then Jackie, so, I dove into the pool with goggles. That's how desperately I wanted to find it. Also, upstairs in another set, I can't go or the poodle will go manic. There are four eights. Eights people have retreated, retrieved at yard sales and flea markets, trying desperately, like the slipper and Cinderella, to match to my. I've ordered them on the internet. No. <laughs> Eight has matched. So when you play with that set, mm. everybody knows the slightly discolored. Do you know when somebody <laughs> has a tooth that's died and you just sort of see it when they smile? Yep. That's just, how this tooth, this tile looks. I just got that fixed. Here. You look good. Yeah, look at that. Huh? Come on. I've sold out. I got my tooth fixed. Okay. So back to the rules. Oh, wait. No. You, here are the I'm just showing you. The tiles, just because I love to hold them. Sometimes I just leave them out and caress them. They look them. like dominoes. Are they thinner than dominoes? Or they're fairly thin. Yeah, they're These thinner ones than dominoes. They don't are beautiful stack. Beautiful with the rummy cube insignia on the back. Very um, nice. Some are more yellow of the yellow color. Some are more orange. You pick fourteen, mm -hmm. and there are two ways that you can lay them down. You can either have the same color or the same number. Okay. So if you had three eights, they mm -hmm. all have to be different colors. You can't right. have two red eights and a blue eight, Jackie. What, could you even get two red eights and a blue eight? Yeah, because you've got two sets of each number. You've got oh oh, there's third, four sets of okay. I'm sorry, you got twenty six red, mm -hmm. twenty six blue, twenty six yellow, twenty six black, equaling one hundred four plus two. So jokers. when you're doing pairs, you're doing pairs sort of like in cards, except for for some reason with these cubes, you have another full set. Of aces, of, of yes. clubs and diamonds yes. and whatnot. Okay. Yes. Now, you you can't put down a pair, though. You have to put down at least three. Three. Got it. So here we've got a run, five, six, seven. You they can do three. They have to be the same color. They have to be the same color. You have to do a straight flush, one essentially. Is, yes. One is the same and one is different. Either the color is the same and the numbers are different, mm -hmm. or the number is the same and the colors are different. Oh, there you so go. So it's sets. It's mm -hmm. like sets in math. Yep. Um, a few years ago, my sister gave me a, a mathematical biography of someone named Paul Erdosh, and his wife said she was sitting in a garden. He was sitting with a mathematician once, and they were sitting for over an hour in silence. And finally, Paul Erdosh said to the other mathematician, it is not not, it is one. And they both smiled. They had just been thinking of a math problem that whole time, Jackie. Wow. That's the kind of joy Rummy brings me. It wow, is not, not like, it is one. There is, where's that polygamy uh, commune for Sheila Ratner <laughs> to dash off to? <laughs> yes. And, uh, so that you yes. can all look at each other and go, we could go to bed or we could talk about numbers. Oh, um, now I've really gotten sidetracked. Okay. <laughs> I just thought about that. My God, like a math retreat. I will say I booked when I booked a cruise as stand up, I took Becky and there was a game room. And in the space of a week, we played about 52 games of Rummy Q. We nice. played about six or seven a day mm -hmm. and ordered Miami Vices, half strawberry daiquiri, half pina colada. You have one at noon. <sighs> And your show's not till nine, because I don't drink before a show, but I can drink nine hours before a show. Nine hours before a show, you, you can get yourself a, a, a bath and a nap. Nap, and, and you wake uh, up, and it's like a new day. It's a whole so new day. you've got 
I, I'm, my goal now is to explain the rules and the game and nuances of it before our hour is up since I've digressed so much. I'm so sorry, yes. Jackie. Well, let us please go forth. So now we've decided who's going to go first, and we have our 14 numbers, and the, the, you have a little sort of area where you lay these down. In order to start playing and, and, and enter play, you need to lay down 30 at least. Now, that has to be said at least because I've played with people and they're like, I only had 32. I thought it had to be exactly 30. No, at least 30. So maybe you've got, and it doesn't have to be just three. Maybe you have three eights, 24, yeah. and three sevens, 21. Then you're fine. Oh, 30 points. 30 points. 30 points. So you have, that's the first lay down or that is the, the rule every time you lay down, anything down? That, my friend is the initial meld. That's it. You must M E L D. Meld is the first which always conjures up Star Trek to me because I think they did something with people's they, minds. They mind. They melded yes. minds. That's what I thought. The initial what? meld is 30. Okay. So now we've started and I can go first and I can't go. I pick a tile. Okay. If I can't go, I pick a tile. Okay. If I can go, I lay down 30. And the next person, do they, they do, you've, you've broken the melt. Can they I've just broken, put. I've broken the melt for me. They can't, they can't add to mine or anything until they've done their initial melt. Oh, they have to do. And are you laying it in front of yourself like a rummy game? I have, uh, I have a, I have a straight, I have three of a kind. Yep. You lay it out. Wait, um, can you the, do two pairs? See, no, it has to be at least three. Do you see how they have their little. These are stadium seating. I have a game where you can't see how many tiles people have. I prefer, Foley calls these stadium seating. <laughs> I prefer where you can't see how many somebody has left because of strategy. Sure. sure. See how they're laying down stuff? You're laying yeah. it down so everybody can play off of it. Oh, they play off of it. Oh, Once wait, I remember. That's right, because you could, might have the fourth eight. You might have the next two numbers of yes. a straight. Yes. Okay. Yes. However... Um, you can't do that till you've done your initial melt. Unless, unless you've melded yourself. You have to yes. meld yourself before you can meld on others. Yes. Got it. The beauty of this game mathematically is that you can go, I can't go. I can't go. I can't go. You can have 20, 21 tiles and be like, oh, man, Sheila's going to win. She's, she's just laying things down. And then I might get down to two tiles and it's like, Bring. whatever he did, whatever he chose mathematically about this game. I've never had a game where I just lay down stuff and you don't. Suddenly you, you can meld and then, you know, it's like the, the gates have opened. Yes. yes. And as soon as you've melded, you can't start messing with my stuff. As soon as you've melded and it's your turn again, you can now run the board. You can now say, oh, my gosh, I have a, a red five. I can put a red five there. Oh, my gosh, I have a black seven. I can add it to that. Mm -hmm. I can mm -hmm. manipulate the board. And where the go ahead. Here's my question. So are, so you're playing off of each other. You don't have to, right? Um, well, you're trying to get rid of your tiles, so it's a pretty right. good idea to. Well, but you're laying it in front of yourself. Like if you don't, if you just have three of your own, you're like, I have three sevens. I'm going to yes. put those down. Yes. If you have three sevens, but you also have a run of three, 
mm-hmm. you know, a seven, eight, nine. Can you right. also put that down in sure. your turn? Whatever you've got Whatever after you the got. initial meld, you and you have twenty-one tiles. Yes. you can put down your threesome. You can put down your run. You have another yeah. run. You can add to the other players' ones, but those come back to you. Yes. So that they count for your points. No, you are not getting positive points. You are only getting negative points when you've lost. So when I lay down three sevens in front of me, Jackie, the minute I lay them down, they're the board. They're not mine anymore. (laughs) How very big. That's larger than all of us. That's bigger than this. It's like now it belongs to the universe. Um, well, yes, it's like doing service in Al-Anon. As soon as you give it away, it comes back tenfold. That's it's how the it only works. Way. It's the only <laughs> way you can get anything back is if you give it away. Uh, yes. Jesus said that the only way to live forever is to die. Yes. Anyway. And he was a huge Rummy Cube player, but huge. You don't I, even have time for that. And didn't cheat, just for the record, was yes. not a cheater. Uh, but so. Yeah. He didn't even need to use jokers, but he was a little magical. So, so yes. what you're doing is you're adding to other people's. You, nobody's counting anything in the front of them, sort of like Rummy. What you're counting is only what people have left when the game is over. That's right. I get That's it. That's right. I, I love this. I feel like you're proud of me, and I kind of, I'm kind of basking in it. It's kind of nice. Well, you also pointed out to me in this moment and a thought that's never occurred to me, which is that it's a, a, not to get too ahead of ourselves, but it's it's almost a, <laughs> a metaphor for life and for death. I mean, if nothing else has shown us in the last year how fleeting life is, why concern yourself what's on the board? It's what you're left with and what you've given to everybody at the end of it mm-hmm, that really mm-hmm. matters. Because I used to house sit and compare and despair and be like, uh, if only I'd, you know, rhymed better, I might be living in a house like this. If only right. I had whatever it is. Right, right. Whatever. <laughs> oh, if only God. I were taller. Yes. And, uh, now yes. I live in these houses and go, holy crap, somebody's paying me to live like they do for three weeks. Right. What's so bad about that? Nothing. Come on. Right. Not a darn thing. And also, I recently had a nervous breakdown about some issues that were, well, I'm, I'm using that term loosely, but what I realized is you can be in a $10 million home and still incredibly unhappy. I've really, really diverged now. <laughs> However, <laughs> it was more of a panic attack. I don't want to get ahead of myself and having psychiatrists on the bulletin uh, board reaching out. Right, the point right. Is it isn't what's out there. Mm hmm. It's what's in here that counts, I guess. And you showed me that, Jackie. In this it's really, it's what's in your stadium seating. Less than um, what's, on yeah. the, what, what's in front of you. I get that. Yes, exactly. I get that. Yes. So, yes, yeah. I read a beautiful book one time that was about, it was literally about a woman who thought she was, she had been told she was unattractive. She became the queen because she th- was unattractive, she never showed her face in public. And so she always wore veils. And uh, she created in this fictional world, essentially the rock of Hammurabi, Hammurabi, whatever. The mm-hmm. first set of laws in her kingdom. Laws that were, were for real, for the, for the, the lowliest serf up to the queen. They, they affected everyone. And when she died... She, what she had thought of herself 
And she never thought she was good enough. She never thought she was enough. She thought that she was useless because uh-huh. she was so unattractive. There was the sobbing and rending in the streets because she had been a just ruler, because she had always thought of other people. What I'm saying is this has nothing to do with Rummy Cube, but <laughs> <laughs> don't go to that extent. Don't do it. Don't do it. It was either written by C.S. Lewis or a guy named Charles Williams, that book. Till We Have Faces is the name of that book, and it haunts me sometimes. Wow. Mm-hmm. But it is. it has that sort of larger message yes. <laughs> of what you give away. But in her case, she gave everything away, kept yes. nothing for herself. Yes. That's, that's sort of what Rummy Cube is. You give everything away. You keep nothing yes. for yourself. But – Yes, with strategy. Otherwise, you're just a doormat, which is on the do's and don'ts of Al-Anon. So we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. brought that up again. Right. <laughs> um, yes. I, God, I just, um, that's What is the book. strategy? Oh, well, we haven't even gotten to the yokers yet, which sometimes oh. I say with a Swedish intonation just for fun. <laughs> um, basically, well, the jokers... When I say how I play, I'm going to tell you that there are going to be people who will say, we don't play that way. I can meld with a joker, which is, again, this is the, a trilogy of country western songs we've written <laughs> today. I think Carrie Underwood it's opened a, disc- a concert at the Staples Center with that one. I can Look, look for our discography, you guys. Uh, Sheila yeah. Ratner, by the way, S-H-E-L-A-G-H, Ratner, yes. R-A-T-N-E-R, at Sheila Ratner on Instagram. Uh, Comic Footprint is the name of her new album. Feel free to get that on all the places where you get albums. Oh, Go yeah. Ahead. I like that. Um I will say that while I while I mentioned Carrie Underwood, she had us all sing Jesus Take the Wheel, a verse of it a cappella at the Staples Center, and then took a breath. And I was with a friend who said, I think Carrie Underwood just had a moment. And I was like, yes, I think we all had a moment. <laughs> what I'm, the reason I'm referring to that is that music is mathematical. You, mm-hmm. can, you It is you're on key or you're not on key, unlike stand-up or somebody where it's subjective. I'll just leave it at that. Music is mathematical and so is math. And I think the joy of Rummy, I am bringing it back to something. Back to Rummy. Back to Rummy is the joy of the numbers and the mathematics of it. I will open with a joker, which means if I had two tens and a joker, I will open with those those three, and it will equal what is, 30. And because the joker counts as the whatever it is matching? Yes. Let's say I put down a blue and a red 10, and the, thir- and the third is a joker. Mm-hmm. Most people play that you have to have a black 10 or a yellow 10 in order to take that joker. I play that if you can diversify and use those 10s any other way, you can just take the joker. It just depends on how you play. Who's taking jokers? You can steal a joker from the table? Yep. Let's say I put down two tens and a joker and you have a ten. You can say, I'll take that joker. The, Jackie, the joker lubricates the game. It's why that It really does. Oh, That's oh. <laughs> It's why hoarding them should really be against the rules. You, it lubricates the game. If you right, hold joker tight-fisted, I need this to win. But if you put it out, 
you yeah. might use it, and then I might get it back. It's kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah. Because you, all you need to do is to swap out that Joker with whatever role it was playing. Yes, is that you correct? Can. Okay. Yes, for me, I also um, will swap out the Joker if I can use the other two tens. So let's say I had an eight nine and an eight nine, and I could put those two tens on it. I'll just take the Joker and use it for whatever I want to use it for. As long as I can use the Joker immediately. Here's another rule. You can't put the Joker back in the stadium seating and ponder. The Joker <laughs> right. must be used at all times. Once people, you have taken the Joker from yeah. the table, it must yes. be put back on the table, used immediately. Yes, and I'm fairly strict, like the Romanian communist government that outlawed <laughs> playing cards. I need that Joker in sight. People sometimes put it on the stadium seating to get an idea, and I'm like, no, I need it on the table. I need to see it the whole time. That's it. I think you're going to hoard that Joker. Bring it out. Bring, Bring it out. It, yes, use yeah. the Joker. So, so as you play. Yeah. As you play. But let me just, a uh, quick question. Mm -hmm. You've taken the Joker from two tens. Mm -hmm. You replace it with the third ten. Right. Or can you replace it with an eight, nine, eight, nine? Mm -hmm. My on the, rules. On, to separate those two tens. My rules. Now, sometimes, some people would say no. Yes. In, in this booklet, yeah. which is from an antique game I gave a friend, and I said, please bring me the booklet so I can peruse it. Mm -hmm. You can only replace it with, a, with the actual number. And that's it. Yeah. Now yep. I learned from Becky, and with Becky, we could replace it with anything. And so that's how I learned, and that's what I go with. Those are house rules, people. That's what happens in all board games. Sometimes there are house rules. Yes. Yes. When I sit down with a new partner or new group to play Rummy Cube, it's like going to a dinner party where people may have voted differently. you got to sit down and figure out who's who. Right. So, and I immediately <laughs> sit down and I say, can I open with a joker? Is there a time limit? You see, most games come with a minute timer, Jackie, and you oh. have a minute to play. What? I, a minute? I'm loosey-goosey. I'm just like, respect the time. Okay. And I trust you. I trust you. Now, Don't let it go over three. Why don't, you know, much like an Al-Anon meeting, right. you want to keep the sharing tight. <laughs> and yes, uh, yes. I yes. went there. I went there. Look yes, at me. I know. Well, I know we share some some interests, so that's why. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm gonna, do we share this interest? Can I show oh, you this? Oh, oh, hi. This is hi. Gordy. This is Gordy who's come over to visit me. Oh God, he looks like a little brown tile. He's beautiful. He's got a little bean head. Yeah. And uh, he is a gentleman, and we adopted him in February. Oh. He is, he is Gordy. <gasps> Go forth and be happy, now, Gordy. You'll like this because it relates to Gordy. When I played with a couple of friends, they needed me to say pass. They needed me to say when my game, when my my time was done. Ah. And they said, we need an old-fashioned gentleman's bell to ding when your <laughs> time is up. So they say gentleman's bell. Devin, who I play with uh, mostly on a weekly basis, says that was all she wrote. <laughs> I Say pass or say Pasadena if I'm feeling a little. Silly. There you go, Luther Burbank. Anyway, uh, yes. yes, I like it. Um, mm -hmm. You play with somebody every week. 
I try to. Now that was, by the way, Erin Foley says cameraman because she loves Sherry O'Terry. She'll explain that to you. Um, But that's her parting glance. Uh, Okay. All right. Does anyone ever say places? Anyone ever do that? Anyone ever say places in two and then plays their hand in front of them? And then you're like, I'm done. Anyway. No, before, um, here's what happened. You know, Beth Sherman. I do. Well-known comic, very yeah, yeah. intelligent uh, lady. Hilarious, yes. Good awesome. work is being Rummy. done. Yeah. Yes, Rummy Cube player. Oh. So between Devin and Beth and her wife, Amanda, I was playing, I wouldn't say every week. I would say twice a month. Maybe every other week with Devin, every other week with Beth and Amanda. Mm-hmm. Beth and Amanda moved to London uh, without even asking me. Um, COVID. <laughs> wow. Uh, a little bit Devin, of a catch in your throat there without even yeah, asking. A little bit. A yeah. little bit. And um, at the end of the day, it's down to Devin. I do have other friends who play. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My friend Jessica Tuck plays with her family. We're still trying to get a date uh, together. Now, she sent me a video the other night of her husband exalting his win. She found it quite irritating and <laughs> held up a scorecard, which means they play points. <gasps> They're so playing that's going to be interesting. Pl- yeah. So I'm going to walk in and say, can I meld with a joker? Do you use a timer? Are you on a point system? You know, it, it's <laughs> These getting are the to questions. know somebody. These are the <laughs> questions, yeah. So you keep going. You strategize. Mm-hmm. Here's another reason I like it is that like chess, you have to think a few turns ahead. As I said, if you discombobulate the board and can't put it back together, you have to pick three more tiles and take no, everything you, you have not told in. me that. You have not yes. told me that. What's happening? Well, yes. Well, that's when the Devon disagreement happened when I got irritated, but we've worked through oh, it now. Thank goodness. Let's say you say, I think I can do something. And mm-hmm, I say, mm-hmm. you want to take a picture with my phone, Jackie, so you can put the this thing back? And you go, no, it's okay. I'll remember. And I go, okay, Jackie. And then you start to manipulate the board, and I'm tearing up because I know I don't know how to put it back, and neither do you. And then you go, I don't think I can do it after all. And then I say, um, please pick three tiles now. <laughs> Interestingly enough, Jackie, sometimes the person who picks the three tiles ends up winning. Oh, Because right. those but, tiles, like rogue jokers, lubricated mm-hmm. the game. Right. Is that a rule or is that a house rule? Pick three tiles. That's in every rule book and on the app and everywhere. That's everywhere. That is yeah. standardized, you guys. Yes, that's if you have messed up the board and cannot replace it uh, to, as it was, now we yep. have the technology. You could just take a picture. Yep. Uh, but if you can't do it, pick three tiles, which may or may not help you, but is not designed to help you. It's not designed to help you. And- it's designed as punitive. It is designed as punitive mm-hmm. and then, and, and other things that don't help you. The reason I may be, I think about two dozen games behind Devin is that occasionally I've imbibed or I've had a small gummy bear edible and that doesn't <laughs> help you. You know, I went to see Carrie Underwood with a sober friend. And when we walked into the Staples Center, I said, I've never walked into the Staples Center without hiding weed somewhere in my bra because I didn't want to get stoned with somebody who wasn't stoned. And she lovingly and soberly turned to me and said, welcome to the present. 
<laughs> and <laughs> she is not wrong, my friend. <laughs> she is not wrong at all. She's a fellow comic. She talks about being sober, but I'm very respectful of boundaries. But if she listens sure. to this, she'll know that quite often while we're texting, I will put hashtag welcome to the present. Welcome to uh, the present. And I probably enjoyed that Carrie Underwood Jesus takes the wheel moment as a result of that. Now, with Devin, I have a long road ahead of me to catch up, Jackie. <laughs> um, and it and it shames me to share my the score uh, with you on on a right because you're just platform. doing wins and losses. You're not even doing points. Yep. Here's the thing about winning and losing games: the competitiveness of different people with playing of games. I we were playing every Tuesday, every Tuesday, a very elaborate where there's cameras and zoom is we got a zoom set up. We are playing tabletop simulator, which by the way, I've looked up tabletop simulator, which, uh, is on, uh, roomy cube is on tabletop simulator. Uh, so you could play it's on steam. There's a workshop. Everyone has created every game. You just use your mouse to move different tiles. You, things are delivered. People have written little programs. There are Roomy Cube uh, lovers on Tabletop Simulator uh, in the workshop. Yes. So the game, see, at one point I was like, I'll just set up a game and you set up a game and we'll both play. But I was like, that's impossible because we have different tiles. You're yep. saying that the game is hovering and you and I yeah, are playing the same game. There's, so, there's different ways of doing it. But yes, uh, if you want to play the same game that is not on Tabletop Simulator, which is a, which is a program written, um, you could have someone with a camera pointing down at the game. You are then, someone is then in charge of moving all of the different things. With yours, it would be impossible because there are hands. You have to almost always play a cooperative game. But uh, if you're going to play with the Zoom and the Zoom and where you run a a, a board game and then other people play via Zoom. In other news, if you play online, you can play competitive games. We were playing this game, Lords of Waterdeep, which is also on Steam, but it's just a game. You get to see the game, your own hand, not a problem. I have had my hat handed to me. So many times. Uh, just take your hat, get the hell out of this game. You're going to lose so bad. Oh, I have lost. Clank wow. is another game we've played a lot on Tabletop Simulator. Uh, a, a couple other deck building games and this Lords of Waterdeep game where wow. I, and sometimes it makes me laugh Yeah, to lose so badly. Yeah, yes. Because you're like, this is going poorly. There's no way to recover from whatever's happening here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's but it's I the mean, ongoing scorekeeping that you're doing that will I think sustain the shame. That's where you just want to go well, one and done. Why don't you just go one and done? Yeah. First of all, I have several notes. One is that I've missed your voice when you say things like Lords of the Water Deep. Just the <laughs> your accent. It's like when you used to say um uh, my mother-in-law's partner operates a forklift at a cheese factory in Wisconsin. Oh. Yeah. No, no, in California. Because it it's fun to say. Yeah. Just the yeah. way you say things like that makes me laugh. Secondly, Lords of the Waterdeep is so much. Clank sounds like somebody running for prime minister in London. <laughs> I, I feel like Clank, and then compared to Lords of the Waterdeep. But what's interesting is there's an uneasiness when I win 
I mean, not when I win, when I, when Devin wins, she's like, then when I win, she goes, good. And I'm like, please don't clap like you just gave me a participation. <laughs> I, I just owned you. To you. Yes. I pawned you. Yes. This it is a competitive. To, yes. Yeah. It comes back to that disagreement me, we had when I felt I had given her that thing. She's, I'm sure she'll listen to this and not laugh. But whenever I win, I just want to own it. Not like, I don't want a handicap. I mean, right now no. it's like 80, I don't know, 20 something, 80. Oh, I can't even remember. It's over 24 games. And here's the funny thing, Jackie, playing makes me feel so good. So I'm like, don't get upset about losing. That takes away. Entirely. Both. It's almost like our work. We do stand up. We want things to happen. Oh, they don't. So now we don't enjoy stand up. No, you got to no. keep doing it. If you You're can't still enjoy, enjoy it anymore. The best NFL games are when they say those guys are playing like a Sunday afternoon at the park when they were 12 years old. Whatever you want to say about the NFL and the way it's run, the joy of that game is when they're calling an audible, thinking on their feet. When I'm on stage with a mic and I'm joking about the Kardashians and people aren't laughing and I'm like, good God, they love those women. You better call an audible. You better talk about something different. There's a joy when oh, you yeah. look at that board. Mm -hmm. And say, if I put that red five there, that'll put that black seven there. That'll take that 11 over there. And I can use the Joker and that yellow 13 can flow down here and it all flows. And then you see the result. It's good. It's good. You know, I was watching a reality show. Ladies and gentlemen, Sheila yes. Ratner. <laughs> I would wish that that had been right at an hour. <laughs> that would have been. <laughs> that would have been perfect. The, the beauty of your dorkdom uh, really yes. came through with that small monologue. But oh. go, um, well, I was watching a reality show about pop music and they said in every pop song, there should be that moment, the person and whatever you want to say about pop music, you know. There is. A, I don't know that song, to, is, which is know. what I usually say about a pop, yeah. pop music. Oh, I don't know that song. Uh, who is it? So, who who is it? Fleetwood Mac? Stevie Nicks. <laughs> so I did an episode about Stevie Nicks. And at one point, my guest said, Stevie Nicks in Fleetwood Mac. And I said, Stevie Nicks was in Fleetwood Mac? No. no. <laughs> there, was a, there was a long pause. And then there was, what's happening? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my god uh i don't anyway, know a lot in, about music anyway but go ahead yeah in pop well in all different genres there's all different thing notes you want to hit so to speak but they said in pop music every good pop song has that moment that you know it it, it even the way women that i was at the hollywood bowl i saw tom petty it was like a week before he died it was a crazy circumstance and he sang American Girl, and we were all just singing it because we all felt sexy singing that song, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, every song has that moment in it, a note in it. For me, let's say Kelly Clarkson's already gone. At 3 minutes and 11 seconds, there's a note she hits. I probably won't say this to her if I ever meet her because I don't want to frighten her. Right. But there is a note she hits that is in my – it's like – I'm not going to try to sing it because people may hear this. What's the name of the song? It's called Already Gone. But she's sort so, of bemoaning the loss of a relationship that just couldn't work. But I'm going to look it up. Look it up and listen to the note at three minutes and 11 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, that, it's going to happen. You are. Oh, that, yeah. That feeling, that mm -hmm. mathematical feeling of the way the note hits you, uh, oh, Whatever music you're listening to, I picked a very pop person, but 
um, is how it feels when you manipulate a board and you sit back and say, yep, figured out where all those things went. No hanging chads, just a fucking clear, concise election. What do you think about this is that uh, I did <clears throat> last week I recorded my new album and my new special. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, that's great. Yeah. Self-funded. Some people very much helped. Uh, there was people I did not ask for money, but many Rangers of the Dork Forest gave me money, which helped <laughs> me pay for my new special. Okay. No one has offered to purchase it at this time. Anyway, uh, so but I wanted to do it. Right. So I'm doing Saturday first show. It is a caricature of a Saturday first show. It is going amazing. <clears throat> My home club is Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. The show, the set is going so great. I get to the end of the set. Now, I cannot remember anyone ever getting a standing ovation at Acme. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. It just means I can't remember. I have never gotten a standing ovation at Acme Comedy Company, my home club. Um, but at the end of this Saturday evening first show, it went so well. The shuffling of people, I thought for sure. I was going to get, I was like, am I getting, I did, uh, by the way, spoiler, I did not get a standing ovation. <laughs> the, uh, so, so they're shuffling. They're sh- I was like, am I going to get a standing? And so I wait. I'm like, oh no, no, it's not happening. Get off. So, uh, so I got off stage, but it's like that where you feel. Yes. That's what it's like to think you've done something amazing in a board game or in any game, in a, a video game. And you're like, I'm going to win. Yes. And then sometimes you don't. Yes. But what you have to do is you have to remember that triumphant feeling. Yes. Yes. That's an hour. We just hit an hour, Sheila Ratner. Boy. So beautiful. Really beautiful. And <laughs> I kind of want to play this game with you. Dare it, I uh, say it, it feels like we almost just played a game. Thank <laughs> you. Rummy Cube, ladies and gentlemen, available at all of the various retailers that you might think would have a game as simple and as large as Rummy Cube. Or on eBay and Amazon, buy it, use, think of the lore you're getting with that. Also, make sure it says all tiles are present. Make sure that it says... (laughs) I went to a friend's recently and she goes, we don't have jokers. And I was like... What do you mean you don't have jokers? Well, because there were only two of us, I immediately took two pebbles, and I was like, we're each going to start with a joker. That's how this is going to work. Because I'm not playing, contrary to the Liz and Dick couple who couldn't stop fighting. I recently referenced Liz and Dick to a woman in her 20s. She had no idea who I was talking about. But Elizabeth Taylor. I don't, thank Richard you. Burton, and Richard Burton. There we Those are the people who have to omit jokers because of the hoarding. We can't, Amitch. They lubricate the game. Okay, that's an hour. I was waiting for you to say they lubricate the game, you guys. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I have been talking uh, to Sheila Ratner, and uh, I'm writing down the words, they lubricate the game. Please. Sheila Ratner has an album. It's called Comic Footprint. It came out, was it this last March or a year ago? March 2020. 
March 2020. I mean, right March as 2021. We were, 2021. Me, March, oh, yes, as we're sliding year. out of quarantine so yes. that we can get the variant and slide back in. Yeah. 2021, ladies and gentlemen, comic variant, uh, comic footprint. <laughs> Sheila Ratner on variant. Instagram. Right. Uh, Sheila Ratner. It's spelled that way. I've spelled it twice. You can figure it out. It's she's on Instagram. Follow her wherever you follow great people, which is Instagram. Yes. Thank you so much for doing the show, Sheila. Oh, listen, I'm hoping to get to 500 followers by the end of the year. I'm at 482. Please, just anybody. Jump um, in. This was uh, so joyful. Thank you so much. And I'd love to see you in person and play. Yes, please. And really Rangers, let me say what I say every show. You know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we. You. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?